Welcome to Soulful Sessions, captivating conversations to nourish and nurture your soul. I'm Amalia Natalio, your host, and I am super excited you're here. The intention of each episode is to bring clarity, focus, love, guidance, and support to you wherever you are on your life's journey. You can learn more about me, my Soulful Life workshops and courses, working with me one-to-one, and gain access to loads of free content like journal pages, meditations, and more at karmickindness.com. That's K-A-R-M-I-C-K-I-N-D-N-E-S-S.com. Welcome everyone to this episode of Soulful Sessions, a captivating conversation to nourish and nurture your soul with Harmony Brown. I am so excited to have her on the show today, and we're going to be talking about holistic healing. Uh, All right, a little bit about Harmony before we, we really just dive into this particular episode. Harmony is a, an acupuncture physician, a certified functional medicine practitioner, a meditation instructor, and a wellness coach. Yes. And she's also a mom of a gorgeous little girl that, uh, well, she's not so little, she probably would not appreciate me saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Harmony seamlessly integrates holistic and functional medicine with her intuitive understanding of the physical body and emotional health, the root of who we are and connection to health and healing. She takes inventory of the many ways each person has lost balance within their body, as well as within their lives and designs a plan to reestablish that balance. She is highly motivated to empower and support each patient in making the necessary and positive changes to feel their very best, which when I, you know, when I read those words out loud to you all, like you, I'm sure you can just feel that energy that harmony is, is, is exuding from, you know, her and her practice. Um, as everyone knows, who listens to soulful sessions, I always share the sun, moon, and rising sign of each of my guests and what they're known for saying. So Harmony, this may, may be new to you as far as knowing your sun, moon, and rising sign. Do you have any any sense of those already? Um, no, I'm super excited to okay, hear okay. all of this. <laughs> cool. All right, so here we go. So uh, Harmony is a Gemini sun, a Virgo moon, and a Taurus rising. And as you're gonna, you are going to find out very shortly about Harmony as she and I dive into this captivating conversation. When, when you think Gemini, Gemini, the, the mantra for Gemini is I think. The mantra for Virgo is I analyze. And I know Harmony personally and professionally. And so I know that she is this like sponge of knowledge and information. You know, she experiences something or sees something that, that really captures her. She dives in, like she'll go and she'll go to school and learn about it. And she will just immerse herself in whatever that is and use that knowledge for the highest and best good of, of her patients and her friends and, and assume family too, you know, anyone that comes in contact with her. So that's really cool. Taurus is I have, and you can think of that in terms of, if you think of it in terms of healing and you think of it in terms of knowledge, um, it's Taurus is an earth sign. And so it's, and Virgo is an earth sign. So it's this grounded, um, really soft nurturing energy. Virgo is the goddess. So that the moon sign is the goddess is that mother energy, that nurturing energy. So when you come into her office, which I've been to, it does have this really welcoming, nurturing feel to it. You know, it just is like you walk in and you're like, oh, okay. I know I'm safe here. I know I'm going to be taken care of here. Um, The Taurus, which is the rising, it's, it's, you know, what you're, you're presenting to the world. It's what you're, you know, almost like you're rising into, it's your ascendant. And that's a patient, stable, determined energy. So I can also see that too with harmony within her, within her work and her personal life. Like she can, she is very patient. Um, maybe not always. I don't know this for sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like intuiting just a little bit. Like you have it in you, but sometimes it may be challenging. Um, there's that a stable uh, feel to you, a determination. You know, Taurus is the bull, so you maybe sometimes can go in like charging, but it's coming from a genuinely good place. Right. Um, Gemini is an air sign, so it's mental. So a lot of time spent here. Again, I think 
Um, so you're, you're thinking about doing your best to put things together. And then um, it's also very adaptable. So if you think about, you know, as I mentioned before with Harmony, she is an acupuncture physician, um, functional medicine, you know, it is about being adaptable, you know, adapting to what's in front of you and finding the best way to heal the best way to navigate whatever is, is, you know, maybe a challenge or a struggle or, you know, be able to adapt to like the beauty in your life and really expand that out. So it's, it's really, really cool. So um, I'm glad that I was able to share that with you for the first time, Harmony. Yeah, no, I mean, I know I've had some readings prior um, and I've done some things like that, but it's just so nice to, to, to hear it again. And like, I actually can't wait to replay this so I can go back you know, and like, listen again. Cause I know, right. You know, right now there's like, this is action. This is happening right now. So right, I can't wait right. to go back and actually like have that resonate, but yeah, I'm just so um, grateful that you had mentioned that that's the feel that you get when you walk into my office, because I mean, that is the goal is as soon as you walk into the door, you know, healing starts like as soon as the door opens. So the fact that that was what you were experiencing yeah. is, is amazing, but yeah. um, Taurus, I, I definitely can go in like a bull. I definitely think and analyze everything. And I jump into most things. I'm always seeking information and more. So I have, you know, drawers full of certifications. Some I use, some I don't, some, it wasn't for the usage of those things. It's just yeah. always thinking and analyzing and yeah. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's very fun. You're, to do. you're welcome. Yeah, it is fun. <laughs> I think, and I, I particularly love it when uh, my guests have not had someone share these things in this way. And it's like, you know, it's the first time and I see their face light up with like, oh my gosh, and that's totally me. And oh yeah, you know, it's just, it's really, really cool. Um, okay. <laughs> and then this, this, I love, I love Harmony's, uh, her, her quote, what she's known for saying. And she and I had a conversation about this because it's so funny some people know immediately, like, oh, th this is what I say all the time. Some people say, I got to get back to you on that. And some people say, well, there's this and there's this and there's this, and I'm not really sure. So Harmony kind of went in two directions. She went into her personal known for saying and her professional known for saying. And it's really cute. Um, she's, she has uh, she's from um, Seattle, Washington. So she had shared with me earlier that she's, she's still that, that, you know, Northwest gal, like she's got that, the um, colloquialisms, the rad, the stoke, <laughs> the dude, all the stuff from the 90s, aging her a little bit on this. But if you're watching the video, you can see she's gorgeous. And so it's, you know, and those are things that, you know, you know, anyone that would know her knows that, that she speaks in that way. But what, but her, her professional quote, which I love is, you can't fake it for 5,000 years. What, and what she's referring to is the, the acupuncture, this like um, functional medicine. It's, it's, you know, what I think in, in terms of today's standards, I think people are beginning to open up to it again, like we're coming back around, but we've been so reliant on, you know, Western medicine and pharmaceuticals and synthetic drugs and um, taking a pill to make it all better instead of really getting into the, the deeper root cause of, okay, what's going on in my body? You know, why is this physical condition showing up? Why do I feel like I feel? And, and really getting, digging in deeply with that and healing the body naturally. You know, everything that we need to heal ourselves is available naturally. So I, I think that that, I, I will likely use that going forward if you don't mind harmony. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, when sharing with people, because I'm, I am all for, you know, the advances of modern medical technology and science. 100%. Um, but I, in my opinion, it's like, why start there? Why don't exactly. start, start with the natural route and see how it goes. And you may be pleasantly surprised at how powerful it can be. And I think um, if you don't mind, um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask a, a, my opening question that I ask every guest. And then I want, I would love for you to share your story about your experience with medicine at Eastern and Western and, and your journey. But before we get to that, if you don't mind sharing about a recent experience that, you know, really lit you up when you just knew it was your soul talking to you. Yeah. So, um, 
I have just recently opened Reclaim Wellness and it's in about the sixth or seventh month now. And I had a previous practice for 13 years and, you know, opening up this new practice was, you know, timing wise, because we were in the middle of COVID and, um, you know, I just remember when you say it out loud, Hey, listen, I think I'm going to, I'm going to open a new practice and I'm going to sign a lease and I'm going to, you know, do all of these things. And I'm sharing this, you know, with my husband even, and he's like, um, are, are you sure this is right? Like, is this, is this the right timing? Like, like, let's really think about this. Like, what are we doing here? Um, and honestly, it just, it literally felt it was, it was, it is still lighting me on fire now. I mean, um, everything that I do in each day, I just know, like, I just, it's, I literally took that information in and just felt it, not even listened, but like felt it in my bones. It's like, this is right. This is true. This is, this is what you want. This is what you need. This is all the things. And I couldn't be, you know, happier right now. And um, so I'm very happy because there was a lot of people along the way you know, saying like, are you sure this, it's so uncertain and scary, you know? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to subscribe to that. Like I'm right here and this is what's happening. And it's been amazing. So. I, I love that. I absolutely love that. And I, I, I'll show, share personally, I've been in Harmony's new office, as I alluded to earlier, you know, during this, this time of COVID and um, I got a, an amazing facial acupuncture facial, which I had never heard of until I discovered it um, with Harmony. And so she and I spent probably a little bit longer than the allotted amount of time because we were chit-chatting away. Um, but it, it felt so incredibly healing and amazing. I mean, not, I mean, a facial in and of itself was amazing, but then you know, just, I think the energy that you bring to it and the, and the fact that like, for me, I, I needed that. I needed that, that self-love self-care practice of, okay, I'm doing this for me and I'm taking this time for myself. And I think that's something that we can, we can all use anytime, but particularly in times of crisis or stress or, um, you know, anxiety, taking time to really reconnect in. And so whether you're going in for, a, um, an acupuncture appointment, or you have a medical um, condition, or it's preventative, and we're going to be getting into that a little bit too. It, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just, it's just something that you do for yourself. So I just, I would love to leave people with this, this, a, a mindset of it's not an extra, it's not a luxury. It's, it's a, you know, a non-negotiable piece of taking care of yourself, kind of like brushing your teeth for most is a non-negotiable, you know, exactly. Imagine this is the same, the same way. And, um, you know, recognize there's all different ways of, of loving yourself and caring for yourself. And that made, you know, that's just one of them. And so I am grateful to you for opening Reclaim Wellness and for being open during this time and, you know, a support for, for people that really could use some support. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, so you know, I've already kind of hinted and teased everyone a little bit about your story, and um, you know, obviously Harmony shared this with me before, and I asked her to share it again with you today because I think it's really, really powerful, and I think it's a, a, a perfect example of you know following your inner guidance, knowing that there's some other, there's another way, and being open to the possibilities, and having faith and trust to follow that. And she shared one example, but this one I think is going to blow you guys away. So Harmony, would you mind kind of taking us from the, from the top, as far as your, your story that got you on, on this path? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So early on, uh, I was 19 years old and actually I got a, a hit. <laughs> I think a lot of times people will say like a little ding or something and I needed to travel. Like I had to, it was, I was on fire to travel. So I actually stopped everything, picked up and then backpacked Eastern and Western Europe for three months by myself at 19. During that time, um, the last week of travel, I was ill, um, ill, to the point where like I couldn't like walk up a flight of stairs without either passing out or um 
or, or having to sit down and rest. So when I came home, I remember um, telling my parents, weirdest thing, I can't breathe out of this like one lung. And um, oh, and by the way, you know, like I can't make it from my downtown Seattle studio apartment that's 400 square feet. I can't make it from one side to the next. So, you know, making this um, condensed version, I was diagnosed with cancer at 19 and did everything Western. Uh, I did, you know, chemo and radiation. It was extremely advanced. It was um, a stage 3B. And I just remember them telling me that I needed to not start chemo in the morning, but I needed to start it now. And it was actually two o'clock in the morning because um, they didn't want to wait. And I was like, okay. I also remember, you know, my mom having them tell my mom that I had cancer and having her jump into my bed. Um, you know, obviously as any mother, she's just destroyed. And I just remember looking at her and I'm like, I'm not going to die. Like, it's not even a question, you know, not even at all. So um, I did traditional uh, and everything was well, um, well as could be. I take, you know, I did what I needed to do and I got through that. Fast forward four and a half years, I did have a reoccurrence and I ended up asking, you know, why, why, why did this happen again? I have lots of thoughts on that too, but um, I just remember saying like, I did everything that they told me to do and it came back. So what, what is missing? So my, my family, again, being in Seattle, we're all a little bit of a tree hugger. So we went to Mexico. We met with some doctors outside of the box, um, American doctors doing things that just aren't usually practiced here in the United States. And I brought them everything and they said, listen, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go back. You will take these herbs, change your diet, do all of these things, find an acupuncturist, find an herbalist, do all of this, which was all in Seattle so that I had that at my disposal. But, and you will have a stem cell transplant. That is going to be the best thing for you. And of course I was crushed because I didn't wanna to have to do any of that again. Um, my husband was actually with me then, he was my boyfriend then, but I'm crying because I know exactly what this looks like. And he's destroyed because he has no idea what this looks like. And, you know, I can, say he's still here today. Um, that the, the differences between those treatments though was my first go around, I had to take something to sleep, something to poop, something for nausea, something for everything. And I just had a cabinet full of medications, which I didn't love then, but it's, I didn't have any time to really think about those types of things. Second go around, I did have some time. It was caught at a routine, you know, a scan. And so it was caught at a stage one. And although aggressive, I did think I had some time. So seeing all of those people changing my diet, seeing an acupuncturist doing all of the things, I was supposed to be in the hospital for two months with my stem cell transplant. And I was out in two weeks and three days. Everybody said, you're the poster's child for, you know, stem cell transplants, you know? And I'm like, no, actually you have no idea what my diet looks like. I haven't had a beer in over a year, you know, like they just kind of negated a lot of the things and efforts that were going into this. But, um, but I was able to harvest my own stem cells. I mean, if you could imagine, I was as healthy as I could ever be going into that, um, which ultimately, you know, obviously this is, it's been a great outcome, but I had those two experiences to, um, to compare. And my second go around using acupuncture for pain or for nausea or, you know, for sleeping or for anything, I didn't have to take anything else. I was just doing the treatments and doing okay. And the treatments were extremely difficult at that, at that time. Um, and so I just, it's been, it's been amazing. And I know I said, I had some thoughts about why I think it came back. I really do think at 19, I didn't want to listen to any of it. And I really think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so sometimes I think it was like, you know, whoever is up there, God, universe, whatever you want to say, it was like, oh my gosh, you didn't get it the first time. Whoa, we have to like throw this at you again. Maybe if you get it the second time, you'll go on the path. <laughs> and that's kind of where I think it all headed from there. So it's nice. I like to think that now, um, you know, that compassion that I can bring to the treatments is I've been now on both sides of the table. And I think that that's a different type of, of healing, a different type of way of treating is because every time I look at who's laying on my table, I immediately go there and say, I've been this person and how do I want to be treated? How do I want to be heard? How do I want to be seen? It's really changed everything. So I, I think that's a great distinction because 
You know, I think, I think most, most uh, doctors or healing practitioners have a level of empathy and um, an understanding and compassion. But when you have experienced something similar to the person that's sitting in front of you or laying on your table, that's different. You know, I mean, this is a little bit of a different situation, but I would liken it to someone that has gone through a divorce. You know, you can imagine how upsetting it is and how, how devastating it is. And it's, you know, heart, heartbreak. But until you've actually been in it, you don't really fully know what that's like, you know, and I mean, that can speak to that. That's something I can speak to personally that, you know, many others listening may, may be able to relate to if it's not a health uh, crisis or, or something mm -hmm. along those lines, you know, it really does make a difference the way you show up to, um, to uh, offer support and assistance to someone else who's in a similar situation. I mean, I think that's, that's so incredibly powerful and so incredibly true. Yeah, being you. able to show up in that way. Um, you know, something else I wanted to, to ask you about, you know, as far as, you know, the, the, these alternative methods of healing, you know, being able to look at our, 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 you know, our body. So a lot of us think of, about healing um, and health in terms of just the physical. So I have a pain here, I have uh, an ache there, this isn't working properly or whatever it is. Um, you know, those who may have done a little bit more of that alternative healing, alternative thinking, you know, thinking in terms of the whole instead of just parts, um, not just your physical body, but your mental, emotional, and spiritual. Um, it's my belief that, you know, physical conditions stem from some sort of um, emotional trauma, some sort of spiritual trauma that may have occurred in this life, maybe perhaps in another, if you, if you believe in past lives and it's when it shows up in the physical, it's, it's really kind of like what you were saying, you know, you, you were given an opportunity to, to, you know, get the lesson the first time and you didn't. So you, the cancer decided to reappear so that you were sure to get the lesson the next time. So when it comes to healing, and when it comes to um, support, I, what would what would you say would be like, you know, your your patented answer for somebody that's like, okay, you know, we, Harmony and I talked about this before. You know, people are like, well, everything's fine. Like, I feel good. Nothing's really going on. You know, I don't even know why I would go see Harmony or um, a similar practitioner because everything is great. Um, when she, you know, when she, she and I were talking about that earlier, we were kind of chuckling about that because there's, there's, it's not like there's always something going on underneath, but there, there is typically some sort of something that's just hanging out and you may not see it. Like, it's probably like a little whisper and then it might be someone speaking at a normal level and then it's going to be a scream and then they're going to hit you in the head and then they're going to smack you in the face. And it's like, it's going to just continue to escalate until you pay attention. And there were probably whispers before you ended up, you know, not being able to walk across your 400 square foot apartment oh, yeah. that you ignored or didn't see. And, you know, it's, it's totally normal. It's human nature to not want to go there because you're, you're, you already know, like, oh man, like once I go there, there's no turning back and like, I'm in it and I'm going to have to deal with it. I really don't want to deal with it. Like I want to just coast along. So what would you say would be the most supportive, um, uh, practice for people, um, to really tune into themselves. And I, I know you're a huge proponent of meditation. I'm, I 100% agree. So meditation is kind of the ubiquitous go-to. So beyond that, what would you recommend to people? You know, if they're like, Oh, everything's fine. You know, nothing's happening. What would you, what would you say to them? Well, let me ask you some questions and let's see if it's actually fine. <laughs> you know, because that's usually, because usually we can dig some stuff up for sure. And we don't have to dig too deep. So yeah, usually, um, so my first thing is, is if really, let's say everything is really fine, then let's keep it that way. You know, the, the idea with acupuncture or, or how, you know, the, the origination of acupuncture was prevention. So doctors, you know, 5,000 years ago, um, you know, on the countryside with families that they would treat in these, um, you know, in these villages, they only got paid if the families were healthy. So like, just, wow. yeah, like, just like, let that sink in for a second. So wow. their whole goal was to make sure that they were consistent in care to make sure that there was no ill happenings. And so 
you know, we are so far from that, but we don't have to be. If you feel well, I mean, just, I mean, we, we all get our cars, you know, oil changes and tune-ups. I mean, we don't wait for it to rattle or hopefully we don't, but you know, we, we, if we want to use these bodies and do all of the things, then we should also, you know, invest in these bodies and take care of these bodies. So when somebody says, you know, I don't really know what I would see you for. Um, first, I usually say, well, you know, prevention is number one. Uh, let's just make sure that you're as healthy as you can be doing all the things that you want to be doing in life um, for as long as, as long as we can. And uh, if we do sit down and we kind of go over a health history, you know, I ask every question under the sun, how do you sleep? How do you poop? You know, do you have acid reflux after you eat? You know, do you, it's, it's everything. How do you think? Um, what are the thoughts that come through? What do you do, you know, to create joy in your life? Um, is there pain in your body? Like, would you, you know, sometimes we normalize a lot of things. Like, would you say you're hormonal? Cause sometimes women will just be like, oh, I'm just hormonal right now. Well, what does that mean? Like, do you have a painful period? Are you super cranky? Nobody can be around you for, you know, seven days out of the 30. Like, what are the things? Because there's usually a lot of listed things that we can look at and we don't have to normalize some of the things that we have. We don't have to have painful periods or um, you know, have these hormonal imbalances. We don't have to have GI distress. We don't have to have panic attacks, even though sometimes people say, well, lots of people are anxious. So kind of coming in and saying, what do I deal with? You know, Cause sometimes that's what it is. What am I dealing with each day? And then how can we really optimize that optimize health, optimize, you know, where you can have more resiliency with your stress instead of being so highly reactive or having a panic attack, a panic attack or something. How can we increase that threshold for stressors so you can still have the job and have the relationships and do all of the things, but you're not having those physical negative manifestations that are happening in the body, which sometimes we just say are normal. And that's why they would say, I don't know what I would see you for, even though we tend to find some things. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's really cool that you bring up the questions and just, I mean, really, you, you know, those were just a few questions. I mean, there's like a lot yeah. more on the, on the intake. And just from that, I guarantee you that somebody listening to this right now is going, huh, I never thought about that. And yeah, like I do say those things or I do do that. And Hmm, maybe there is something more to this, you know, maybe I can, you know, live a better, easier existence with a little bit of support. I mean, cause that's the thing. It's just not about like, you know, a complete overhaul or revamp of your life completely. It might just be small tweaks, you know, just, just little things that you can do to shift that a little bit. And, um, you know, acupuncture being one of them. And I, I know that, you know, um, Harmony, that's actually how I first met Harmony is at a, a yoga event here in Delray Beach, Florida. And it's so funny. I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, Harmony, but when I came in for the event, um, Harmony was one of the first people I saw. And uh, I had no idea who she was. I had no idea that she was affiliated with the event, like nothing, but I had just moved to Florida and I was looking to really just connect with people that had similar uh, similar interests as me. And if you're at the yoga event and it's more like this holistic sort of vibe, we're likely going to get, get along pretty well. And I don't know how I knew, but I was like, I think she is the acupuncturist for this event. And I, and if you recall, I came up to you and said, Hey, are you, are you the acupuncturist for this event? And I was wanted to share some stuff on social media to help you know, get the word out about her and what she does. And this was before I had experienced it. It was just like one woman business owner to another, like, I got you, girl, cool, that, that sort of thing. But it was, it was the sense of like, she cared, you had this like vibe, you had this, this like aura, if you will. And I'm not one of those people that can see auras. Um, that's not one of my skills. Uh, however, I can feel it. And I could feel that you had this really soft, nurturing, um, yet powerful nature about you. And so, um, you know, I've been working with an acupuncturist in um, the DC area before I moved here. And I was, you know, thinking about, okay, who's going to not take the place of her, but who's going to continue that, that support and that healing. And um, after the, the 
it was a, uh, a Reiki and acupuncture meditative sort of setting and uh, a good friend of both harmonies and mine she had partnered with for that, uh, which, she, you know, she's just awesome. She's been, um, she's been on my podcast in the past before Jess Prestia. So at any rate, you know, it was such a powerful event, you know, where, all of this incredible um, healing took place. And I think that event, I think you only had put in maybe two or three needles. It wasn't even, it wasn't a lot. I mean, it was, so, so I think my, my point in bringing this up is it doesn't matter what the situation is. It doesn't matter what the environment is. And it doesn't even matter how many needles are used. You're going to get what it is that you need to get. And uh, I love for Harmony, for you to talk a little bit about the needles and about the the process and what happens because one of the biggest things that I hear from so many people, you know, from my clients in particular, who I recommend that they go and see an acupuncturist and get that energetic support, they're like, well, I don't like needles. It's it's scary. Like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. And you know, I'm here to say it's really, it's really nothing. It, it's so <laughs> as far as the pain. Okay, it's really something as far as what happens, but as far as the pain, like you really don't feel anything. And the only time I've ever felt, uh, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty tuned in to that, the, how the energy runs in my body. And I'm, I'm pretty clued in the only time I've ever had any sort of like, um, and I wouldn't even call it pain. It was just like a, Ooh, like a, wow. Was when I had some really, really incredibly dense stuck energy and I could feel the needle connect in with that and kind of it's almost like a shock to it like it comes in it's like yeah and just it just disperses. disperses and I could feel that and it was just this like well but for me when I feel that I love it because then I know hot diggity damn this is going to be something that's moving it's not going to plague me anymore it's 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 going and then I know that some deeper healing can take place. So I know I just threw a lot at you, but so let me, if I could recap, <laughs> you share a little bit about the needles and then about what the needles offer us as far as healing is concerned. Okay. Ah, uh, the needles, <laughs> the biggest, you know, if there was ever a roadblock, which is like our one instrument that we use, that's the roadblock is the needle. Everybody thinks I'm going to be coming at them with like a hypodermic if they don't know, you know, like 1000 flu shots, you know, something like this. So it couldn't be further from that. Um, I do always like to share that the needle is the same. It's like a cat whisker. So for there's an image and it's out there on Google. There is a hypodermic that they, that they line up and then inside where the solution comes out of the cord area of that needle, they will stick 40 acupuncture needles in it. So it's one hypodermic and 40 acupuncture needles sticking out. So just to visualize that a little bit of what that looks like, they're the size of a pore. So, um, so, you know, I do often say, like, I'm never going to say, because the next question is, does it hurt? Um, and I, many times people will be like, you don't feel a thing. And I'm like, okay, that's untrue. So that is not, that is a lie. You will feel something as you're supposed to, just like you had experienced. So I don't say that it's pain, but it's often sensations and those sensations can be amazing. So sometimes it's a dullness or a heat or a little bit of electricity. Oftentimes when somebody, it's their first experience and they're laying there, they'll, I'll leave and let them kind of lay and I'll come back and I'm like, are you noticing anything or do you want to share? And they're, they'll say like, I don't know what I'm feeling, but I'm feeling it, you know? And um, sometimes it's just a throb. They feel things moving through. So you will feel something and it's totally okay. And sometimes if you don't, like really, if you didn't feel anything, the next time often you will, because sometimes things are um, like it's a lower vibration. And so that those feelings aren't so energetic, but we're going to get you there so that you do feel a lot of that, um, that heaviness that comes with that deep relaxation. So, you know, the needles themselves, I like to share that they're just like tiny little emails. So there's, you know, there's thousands of points, depending if it's Chinese acupuncture, Korean acupuncture, Japanese, um, so these little points, these little tiny points, when they go in, it's literally sending an email to the brain that says, this is what we would like you to do. It's all about a redistribution of energetics. People cannot even 
conceptualize that if they have back pain, I might not actually put a needle in their back. I might stick it like behind their shoulder or down at their ankle. And they're like, I don't know what you're doing, but whenever you do it, it always works. So I won't ask questions, but people ask, did I have needles in my back for my back pain? And I'll say, nope, you know? So it's just about the redistribution of energetics. With acupuncture, there's always three things that I say are, are happening. One is we're just trying to move everything in the rate in which it's designed. Energy is supposed to flow. It's supposed to be in balance. It's, it's this, not woo-woo. It's the same energy that you have when you wake up in the morning or you don't. Some people spring out of bed. Majority of my practice are not those people. That's <laughs> what they're striving for, right? So when we talk about energy, um, this is the energy I'm talking about, the energy that you have to either do your day or struggle through the day. Um, but we wanna make sure that it's, it's going to the top of the head and to the bottom of the feet. That energy, you know, where energy goes, blood flows. So where blood is flowing, again, if it is stagnant, we feel stuck emotionally. If it's stagnant, it could be um, a perfect example would be pain. Um, I usually have to use pain for, for men. Like if there's blood stagnation, that stagnation feels sharp and shooting. Um, if it's energetic stagnation, because it's not actually tangible, you don't see or feel energy, you know, when you open up the body. So it's more of like this dull, achy, gnawing kind of pain. But another one for blood stagnation is if, you know, if you're female and you've ever had a painful period and you're doubled over with a cramp, that is blood stagnation. So mm -hmm. when things get stuck, they're up to no good. Um, <laughs> I like that. You I know, like really, that. it's, the, it's yeah. the truth. And then the lymphatic system, we need to make sure that it's blood, the lymphatic system and energetics. That lymphatic system is supposed to irrigate naturally and, um, and eliminate. And if it's stuck, you know, we can feel it sometimes. We get swollen glands when we're sick and it's really, they're working on overdrive to try to clear. So that's one thing is just that movement, that, that energetics of movement. The second thing is going to be sort of turning down the dial on inflammatory um, responses. Mm -hmm. So we get to, um, again, not making it like this biology, but we get to really just kind of dial it back on the way things are signaling. Um, and lastly, our organ systems, the organ systems themselves, when I ask all these questions over the hour and a half of time that I'm doing the intake, it's really to figure out what needs to be in balance. Um, are we waking up in the middle of the night? Are we sluggish all through the day? Is our digestion off so that we can kind of throw things up on a whiteboard and say, okay, these are the things that those organ systems treat and, um, and are managing. And, you know, what do we see so that we can bring back balance to this body and work on, you know, energetically bringing those organ systems um, back, to, back to synergy or increasing those organ reserves so we have that type of efficiency for the body. There's a, there's a lot. It's so much. I, you know, <laughs> what, what's really striking me now and that I, I'm, I'm, and please correct me if I'm wrong, what the cool thing about acupuncture in particular is that you can pinpoint, forgive the pun, different, yes. you know, systems within the body pretty quickly and at one time. So it's not like, you know, in traditional medicine, okay, so I have an issue with, you know, my GI tract. So I'm going to go to, you know, either a GI doctor, maybe if it's a, or a urologist. Uh, all right, now I have something going on with my heart. So now I'm going to go to a cardiologist to look at that. You know, this is a, 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 a science that's looking at the entire picture because all of these systems are interrelated. So if you're able to support the whole, the individuals will operate better at a higher level. Uh, is that, would that be a fair assumption? No, absolutely. I tell all of the patients that come in, I'm like, we are not going to chop you up into pieces. Like I'm today, not treating your elbow tomorrow, treating your digestion the next day, working on stress. Yeah. Like it's all feeding in. There is, you only have one body. These things cannot run from itself. So yeah. we have to sort of bring it all together. And, you know, Oftentimes, if somebody comes in and they have sciatic, let's say we have two patients with sciatic, if somebody comes in and they say, my stress is a 10 out of 10, I'm at my breaking point, I hate my job, my family's terrible, you know, all of these things, and they're literally a 10 out of 10 in stress, oh, but can you get rid of my sciatic pain? And then another person comes in and says, hey, listen, I have sciatic pain, my life is great, I, you know, I do all the things, I exercise, I've got a lovely job, I, you know, I have all these creative outlets, I'd say my stress is maybe a two situationally, can you get rid of my back pain? Yes, I can, you know, <laughs> because... <laughs> 
the environment changes, you know, we have such a connection with, you know, the way our thoughts actually change the way this body works. So that's why I do actually dive pretty deep into, you know, sort of like those emotional pieces as well, because emotions, you know, negative emotions are going to stagnate energy as quickly as some, you know, traumatic injuries. Um, we well, just don't realize it. And that's such a, that's a great point that you bring up about, you know, the, the distinction between the two patients, you know, one coming in that life is pretty good, but there's a, a pain, another one where life isn't that fantastic and there's a pain. Um, you know, I know a number of the, of the, of, of the clients and the people that I work with, I, I've noticed there's a bit of a shift within my uh, client base with relationship focus. You know, they're looking for some stability within their personal relationships because they're, they're, it's like a ripple effect. You know, something happens with, within your most intimate and personal relationships. It will then affect your friendships that will then affect your job. It will then affect your, you know, your level of happiness. Like you can, you can cope and you can deal. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, you wake up and you realize like everything has gone to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. And then that's when the physical conditions will often creep in. And so, you know, I think it's, it's so important to be able to, you know, get that, that assistance within your relationships, because your relationships are your mirrors for yourself. You're, they're going to show you those little areas where you may need a little bit of, of nurturing, a little bit um, of awareness around something that's going on within you. As much as you like to point your finger at the other person, it's going on within you, which is why the physical condition may show up and appear. It's kind of like what we were sharing before about the whisper to the smack in the face. It's, it will escalate until you pay attention. So, you know, if, you know, if that's your situation and you're looking at your life and realizing like, wow, this really stems from that, you know, that this, the stuff that, that's going on with my mom, that's been happening forever, or this situation with my wife or my husband that I, I haven't spoken up about, and it's just festering. And I have all this resentment that's built up, you know, address that, find somebody that can help you navigate that and look at you and the other person and, help you tune into yourself because a lot of times it's a loss of um, awareness and understanding about who you are and what you really need in your life. And it may be, you need to have a tough conversation or you need to take a break from somebody for a little while. And those are tough things to do. Um, so please reach, reach out to me or somebody else, you know, that can help you navigate, you know, that, that aspect of it and maybe show you the those sticky points that may not be super fun before you get to a point where you need to go see harmony for you know like a bigger dive into the physical the physical body um do you have any thoughts any further thoughts on that harmony as far as support and prevention no i mean i think that um you know i i do often see people coming in and they say you know i want to be well i want to be healthy how do i get healthy what do i need to do tell me what i need to do and we have those conversations because it's not it's not one or the other it's not physical health and or emotional health we are healthy as a whole when both physical and emotional health are are coming together in this joint union so that's why you know in in my practice um, I do have a variety of things because it's, it's so important. Like we can't just do the one, like we have to look at the whole. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. It really, yeah, it really, really is. Um, so as I had also mentioned before, you know, Harmony is like a prolific learner, you know, she has her drawer certifications. She offers so many different um, modalities within, you know, what you offer somebody within your practice. What would you say, you know, and, I, and again, this is kind of a general statement, but what would you say as far as what you notice with your patients and, and your 16 plus years of practicing, um, what have you found to be the most powerful form of healing for most people where they will notice the, the biggest impact or difference? Would it be acupuncture or is there something, something else? Mm. Big question, I know. I... I'm going to say to that is, I have to really think about this. I, I really, in the last year, this has changed in those 16 years. I have found that I, I never actually loved the word healer. Like people would say healer to me. Oh, this is, you know, she's my acupuncture. She's a healer. And I, because I am not doing the healing. Like I get to facilitate that change. I get to be part of the team. Um, 
and I really want it to go back to them. I really want it to be them doing this work so that they are healing them. And I get to be there in that journey and, you know, blessed to be on that ride with them and to help facilitate and educate and inspire along the way. I love acupuncture in the, in the piece where yes, I get to go in and like really help them raise their vibration and work on a lot of those physical things, because when they start to feel better, there's more momentum, right? Mm -hmm. So like if somebody has digestive issues and they're always just feeling, ugh, um, you know, really taking that out of the equation and then watching them start to flourish is, is amazing. It's, it's phenomenal or taking away that anxiety or letting them sleep a full night's rest, you know, all of those things. I, I find it to be um, amazing and incredible that I can be part of that. But I do love when they start to notice that like they get to do their healing and they that I'm just a piece. Again, acupuncture, you know, when we talk about Chinese medicine, acupuncture is just one sort of prong and then there's nutrition and then there's movement and then there's meditation and spirituality and all of these different things. And so I do get to think that it's opening a box. Um, I love the functional medicine piece of it as far as um, I do believe that in Chinese medicine, they were the original functional medicine experts. They were doing the intakes and looking at all the things and asking the questions. And now we have a new spin on it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, even just running now when somebody's coming to me, running labs and having a baseline, not because something's wrong, but like, let's see what we're working with and let's see how we can optimize this. And what do, what plans do we need to put into place or even supplements as far as what this looks like for right now, because the body is always changing and evolving. Um, but I think in the last 16 years, when people are coming in, what do I see is I, I just feel like they just need a, a, a little bit of a push in the right direction. Um, and I feel like sometimes in Western medicine, we sort of take the wind from their sails as like, we can't, you can't do this on your own. It is what it is. Well, your mom had bad knees, so so do you. Um, and I really like to be a part of that change um, is, you know, we don't have to have it be that way just because that's the way that it was or that's the way that we were told the story should go. Um, very much you might have the same issues as your mom because when you grew up with her, you were eating the same food with the same thought process, with the same patterns, the same daily routine, but there's always an opportunity to change and there's so many ways to make those changes. I do, I do love acupuncture for all of the benefits it has, prevention, you know, um, physical healing, emotional healing. Um, it's just, it's abundant in, in all the things it has to offer. So I do do a lot of things, but that's the one I go back to over and over all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I you know, I love what you said about, it doesn't have to, it's like, it doesn't have the, the, your family story does not have to be your story. So just because you're dad had colon cancer doesn't mean you're going to have colon cancer because your mom had a bad back that you're going to have a bad back. And, you know, I want to, if, if I'd love to take it a, a, just a step further in the work that um, I've been doing and for myself personally and with others is, you know, I've noticed that there is a, 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 a component of ancestral healing that takes place. And what I mean by that is, is that when you see these physical conditions that are, that are carried generation after generation after generation, and then at some point, some, it's, it's no longer somebody's story. They make a different choice. They make a different decision. Oftentimes is because whatever energy was held in that part of the body, whatever trauma, whatever um, origination point of that is, this person has decided this is not going to be my story. And you don't necessarily even have to consciously know the story or what's happening. It's just a, a, a different way of being, a different way of thinking, making a different choice. And I think we all have that every single day. It doesn't have to be a huge healing or a huge medical thing that's showing up. It could be a small thing where we decide I'm not doing this this way anymore. I'm making mm -hmm. a different choice. And you, and you may or may not realize the enormity of the impact of that choice. Uh, and I've seen that quite often recently with people where they have made a different choice as far as the story that they are telling themselves and have been able to shift away from some pretty significant medical, uh, what have been, would be potentially big medical struggle 
go. Like, I'm not doing it this way. And, you know, I think similar to what you were saying about, you know, you, you decided, okay, I'm not doing it this way. You know, when you were 20 something, like this is not how it's going to go. And so I just want to leave people with that, you know, insight as far as it, you know, yes, there's a genetic component, but there's, you know, something called epigenetics, which would be a whole nother episode that we would have to dive into that. But, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be your story. And um, also, you know, when it comes to anxiety, depression, panic attacks, I know that's a big one that's, that's fairly uh, common uh, with people and usually a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle, somebody in the family have the same thing and they kind of point their finger at that. And that's why I have this. Um, Please don't let that stop you from living a really magnificent life because it doesn't have to be your story. And if you can shift it for yourself and you can change it, think about it in terms of you could change that for your kids or your nieces and nephews and everybody that follows after you, um, there's a huge ripple effect because we're all connected in some way. So just recognize, you know, it, you making a different choice can have a tremendously healing and powerful impact for those around you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's really, really, uh, really pretty cool. Um, so, okay. To kind of wrap it up here, I have one final question for you. But before we get to that, I did want to ask you too: What would you do? You have any tips or thoughts for people? Um, you know, simple things that they might be able to do to support them themselves. You know, from that um, functional medicine standpoint, like are there are there certain things that you pretty much patentedly tell all of your patients um, when when they leave your office? Um. <clears throat> The beauty of it is there's nothing really patented, you know, everything is so individualized, which is one of the other reasons why I love this medicine so much is that it's always going to be uh, changing per each patient. But I think one of the things that I might, I would say is sort of look at the things that you do each day or the things that you rely on, because sometimes those, those small changes are actually the massive changes. For instance, if you always wake up in the morning and you must have coffee, and then you always come home from work and you have to wind down. Um, I know this is like a really, you know, this area here, everybody's like, whoa, whoa, she's talking about my coffee and wine, but like, (laughs) did you need the, did you need the coffee to wake up? Like, do you need it to function? And then like, can you not, sleep because you don't have the wine what are you what do you need to mellow from because sometimes even just those small changes like where what is it in our day that we are doing and for what reasons sometimes that's where some of the changes come from we don't think about it but you know even just with a glass of wine you know it's going to change our our metabolic rate in the next 20 you know, 24 hours, sometimes in half. Well, as women come in and they say, you know, I want to lose weight, but they have two glasses of wine every single night. That's something, you know, like that, (laughs) that could be a major contributor. So, um, I'm not trying to be the fun police all the time either, but just some of the things, um, that are already happening daily screen time, um, staying up too late at night. Uh, you know, are you eating through the day? Are you not eating through the day? What are you eating through the day? How are you eating? Are you eating standing up? So we don't think about it, but some of those things, you know, we, we do touch on those because sometimes those are where the, the changes happen first. Um, you know, sometimes we have to do the things like acupuncture, functional medicine, or all these things, um, or take supplements and things like that. And so we can really wait for the, for the working part of the lifestyle changes to, to make those effects happen. Um, and again, working with somebody and then making just small dedications, right, to these small things, um, make huge, enormous impacts. And, uh, and it's awesome to watch. And everybody can do it. Without a doubt, everybody can do it. Well, and I think you just illustrated your empowerment, you're giving the power to the people that come in to see you, you know, and being that facilitator of healing. And um, like you said, you don't, you're not resonant with the word healer, but being a facilitator of their healing, allowing them to take that on themselves and, and feel really amazing and know, okay, I have harmony here when I need her, but on the day-to-day stuff, I've got it. 
Like I can do to do this. And, you know, it's great to have an awareness around those things. You know, we kind of get into these, these habits and patterns that show up and we don't really recognize like, oh, you know, I do have a glass of wine every night and I do need that coffee every morning. And, you know, to kind of illustrate Harmony's point, she's not saying don't, she's just saying tune into, okay, mm-hmm. why? And is there something else you can do? Is there an alternative? Is there a different way you could go? Because I, I had the same thought about the coffee. And for me, it's not the caffeine because I don't even do caff. I don't even, I do half caff coffee. It's really about the ritual of it. Like that is how I enjoy starting my day with my journal and my coffee and looking out my window and just settling into the day and, and clearing out whatever came through my dreams and all of that and having a sense of where am I going today? And so it's not about, I need that jolt. Um, I could uh, function just fine without it, but I love the ritual of it. And so, you know, I think that's, that's a good distinction for people, you know, Mm -hmm. is it that you need two cups to actually function or is it, is it just like something that you enjoy? That's your ritual. That's you taking care of you. And I mean, you can't really even quantify that. That's pretty, pretty cool. Um, okay. So final question for you, Harmony. Um, speaking of rituals, what rituals, if any, do you have to tune into your soul's voice when you, um, then you know that your soul is really come online? Um, what rituals do I do? I mean, I definitely have a meditation practice. I definitely, um, you know, if I feel like I need Well, I, with acupuncture, like if I feel like I was coming down with a cold or something like that, I definitely check in. I do love to take a bath. I feel like I have a nice little arsenal of, of things in my toolbox where I'm like, what do I need right now? And then I can kind of jump in, whether it's journaling or, um, I have a nice little toolbox. So my ritual, my ritual is probably my meditation. Yeah. 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 I think so. Cause it's just a quiet place and it, it, it's a quiet place intentionally, obviously, because usually this mind is going a million miles an hour, you know, thinking of all the things that, what do I want to do with this person? How are we changing this plan? So, you know, I do have a, it's nice that finally I'm at this place with meditation where I can have a little sanctuary in here when I'm getting quiet with myself. And what does that look like for you? What does your meditation practice look like? My meditation practice looks not like a regular meditation practice. Like, I don't believe we should have more rules around these types of things. Like I don't get up every morning and it's at the same time every day. I think when somebody can put it in, in their day and it gets done, like we should celebrate that as a win. Um, I 100% agree. Yes. Yeah. I kind of coined myself like the meditation rebel because I think that if it's five minutes, celebrate the five minutes. If it's 20, then awesome. So I usually, I I do have times like certain days that I know that I can get it in the morning. I have times where I actually stay late at night and sometimes I get a meditation and like when I'm finishing the day. So I have nice little ways of like putting it in to make it work for me. Um, I would say most of the time they're about 20 minutes. I love them. I love it. But yeah, when people are first starting off, if they say I can only do it for five minutes, then fantastic. You did it. And I only did it twice a week or, you know, I know you're supposed to do it every day. Let's celebrate the twice a week. We just have to start getting into the patterns of it. But, um, yeah, I don't like any rules around any of that stuff. Like, let's just always find ways to celebrate. And, uh, especially when we are like doing something for ourselves, you know, we don't need to be so critical if it was five minutes over 20, you know? Oh yeah. (laughs) And I think it's, it kind of boils down to do what feels good to you you know, really tune into and trust yourself. I mean, to kind of bring it full circle to that intuition place where we started is do what feels good to you. You know, if, if 20 minutes feels good to you and you can fit that in your day anywhere, bravo. If two Mm -hmm. minutes feels good to you and you can only fit that into your day in those few minutes before you get your butt out of bed, good for you. Bravo. Like it's doesn't, I, I love that. I, there are you know, no need for the rules. We have enough rules placed upon Absolutely. us. So just go with what feels, feels awesome to you. And this conversation felt awesome, Harmony. Thank you so much. For, oh, thank for you for having time. me. It was, it was really incredible. And so p- tell me, tell me as well as the, the listeners, how can, uh, how can we find you, get in touch with you and learn more about um, your, your, beautiful space and um, likely ways that you can support even if if people don't live in the South Florida area. 
Yeah, so my practice name is Reclaim Wellness. Um, I'm on all the social media, you know, things. So Facebook, um, the handle I think on Instagram is Reclaim Wellness Now. And um, as far as getting in, uh, as, as far as getting in touch, or maybe not being in the area, we do a ton of um, functional medicine sort of telehealth. So oftentimes people are like, I really do want to take control of my health. How do I do this? Can we set some, you know, can we do some labs? Can we go over those together? Um, so we do a lot of that as well. Um, the website is www.reclaimwellnessnow.com, and all of the things, all of the platforms, you know, if there's outside events that we do, which are quite often, whether it's sound baths or meditation or crystal workshops or hypnotherapy, you know, um, uh, workshops or nutrition workshops, whatever it is, um, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, or um, through our email and all of that, you'll be, um, you'll be able to kind of keep in touch all of those ways. So, yeah, well, yeah. I, I, again, thank you so much. It's been a uh, a fantastic conversation. I thank you, the listener um, or viewer, depending on what platform you're, you're viewing or listening to this on for being here and being a part of this, of this really beautiful space that we held that um, hopefully is resonating with you in some way that can help support you on your journey. And um, I am Amalia with Karmic Kindness. Uh, find me at karmickindness.com and uh, karmic kindness on all social media platforms. And um, I hope to see you again here on the next episode of Soulful Sessions. Mm -hmm.